All right, welcome back to the Web Heads Podcast. Drum roll. We're back for another episode, and the FedEx truck just showed up. With packages for yeah. not us. Yeah, you bums. You're not making that UPS money. Get out of here. <laughs> yes, we are back here with another episode um, of the Webheads Podcast, the comic event podcast, where we talk about comics, uh, sometimes MCU news and rumors. Uh, sometimes we'll do special episodes for the movies or shows that come out. This is Marvel stuff. This is Marvel stuff. I mean, we talk other comics, but like... Sometimes. Sometimes, but mo- we, the events are Marvel stuff. Yeah. So if you guys are... I don't know why I was always, always explain it. Who cares? There might be somebody new coming in. True. So if you don't know, this is where, like Steve said, we talk comic events. Big events that happened in the books. Sometimes mm-hmm. smaller ones. Yeah. You know? Um, but just big things that happened in... in the history of the Marvel comics and, you know, what we think about it, uh, you know, it's a little bit of history behind it. Yeah. And you guys just get to listen to us, uh, chit chat. Yeah. It's uh and when we do the events, it's like a, a too long, didn't read a TLDR of the whole story. Yeah. Cause, um, some of yes, them are too long. Yeah. Some of them are too long. <laughs> yeah. Especially a lot of the older stuff that we did. Uh, the four, a four issue arc was like, Taking us a week and a half to read. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That's what we're here for. We're going to hit that theme song and then get right to it. Hello, hello, hello. day the spider-man story a few weeks ago and here we are today with the 12 issue banger bang bang we're gonna do uh, bow, bow, bow. Wow. <laughs> el diablo <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what the fuck is wrong with this guy now the soundboard is acting up man you gotta fix the soundboard <laughs> I need more allowance. <laughs> um, yeah, today we're doing the vision from 2017. Mm-hmm. It's a 12 issue story. Um, so we'll get into that in a few minutes. Uh, but what have you been up to? Wow, what have I been up to? It's I think since last time we met. Uh, yeah, a few years ago, right? I think somewhere around there. Yeah. You're on the streets offering services for <laughs> cheeseburgers. Yes. <laughs> I said, whoa, pal. <laughs> Instead of this, I'll uh, join a podcast with me. All right. Works for me. <laughs> no, but uh, I I went, I did, I went not rafting. I guess it's rafting. Mm-hmm. Um, we went over down to Sacramento or up to Sacramento. Uh me and a bunch of my friends. Is that that, that Russian River one? 
think it was American River. Okay. But yeah, we just I was I was I was gonna say something, but it was gonna get too dark. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll keep moving. <laughs> Anyways, got that. Uh, yeah, we went down the river. You know, we just sat on the river, sat in our inner tubes, mm-hmm. floated down the river for a few hours. Really nice, just peaceful. Drinking, floating. Yeah, chit chatting. You know. Did anybody like tube like start to drift off? Oh, plenty. Okay. Plenty of things went wrong. Okay. <laughs> we had people, because <laughs> we, we had two, uh, like, boat, like, rafts, like, mm-hmm. long ones, and everybody else just had, like, inner tubes that they were sitting on. Yeah. So, in order to keep everybody together, uh, we had, like, just, like, cords with, like, carabiners on each end, mm-hmm. and then we just latched them on to everybody. Um, but, like, a few of those would snap off every once in a while, so we would notice people just floating off, or... And they're in the water at this point. Nah, I don't. I don't know uh, Kyle from your other podcast at all, personally. Mm. Um, but for some reason, he gives off the vibe of a person who would just slowly be floating away from everybody and not realize <laughs> that. <laughs> I can see where that would come from. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. All right. <laughs> Him and Monica had like a, a double one. Oh. So they were just sitting on that. Uh, I think they were like the main uh, like anchors for their oh, okay. group because we, we all kind of split up in three How groups. many people went? Man. I want to say maybe 15, 16 of us. And you were friends with all those people? Uh, you... I, some of them I know just through my other friends. Oh, okay. Uh, but I'd say a majority of them, yeah, I am friends with. Yeah. So we all went, took a few hours, uh, you know, it's a good time. So does it, does it lead you back to the same place or? No. So that's the thing. So we, we all met up or yeah, we all got to the, the starting point. Mm-hmm. We took our tubes out. Everybody was like blowing their stuff up. Then, uh, all the cars that drove there, mm-hmm. one person drove all or not all the cars, but we had one person in each car drive the car to the end and then we dropped those cars off took one more car came back then we had to start the whole thing and then we floated down to the end hella tired by the end and then imagine you guys accidentally got off at the wrong place yeah and you went too far yeah (laughs) that would suck (laughs) oh damn i missed my stop (laughs) And then yeah, then we then at the end we had to drive that one person who left their car at the beginning back to get their car and then drive back. So it was a lot. Well, not really, Sounds but cool, it was fun. Yeah, um, I went to Santa Cruz like the week before that one. Mm-hmm. I went to the beach again like two days after the. You just hanging out river. in the water, man. It's been good. A lot of tan, sunburn. Uh, but good times nonetheless. Okay. Yeah. And besides that, not much else. Just hanging out, working. Nice, nice. I think after we last recorded, um, I somehow I got sick a few like the next day, mm. and um, but that was like the first week of my new job so i was like i can't call out mm. so i was like I, I just gotta fight through it but it wasn't like i wasn't congested or anything but i, I had like a lot of chest congestion uh-huh. 
but like nothing in my nose, nothing. Like I felt like fine overall, mm. but I could just feel like the congestion. But um, I, I like I couldn't sleep in the the room with Zara because uh, we had just we literally had just found out like I think that day or the day I got sick. I think we had just found out that Zara started school like four days later. <laughs> Like they didn't send us anything. We just found out. Cause last year they started like, like a year ago, like yes, like like from Friday. Mm. So I was like, oh, we still have a couple of weeks. Like I'll call, check in. Ferial called, and they're like, she starts on Friday on Monday. So I was like, oh fuck, all right. So I, I but I couldn't sleep in the room with them because I didn't want to get her sick for, like her first day. She starts school, two days into school, this girl gets sick and starts throwing up at school. Uh, and then they're like, well, she can't come back until Monday. So she missed like three days right off the bat, first week. And then, um, so yeah, she's been in school. She's been doing fine. Still cries when we drop her off. Um, but at the end of the day, she's fine. And that's it. I work. Um, you witnessed me uh, going a little overboard on my comic book buying yesterday, <laughs> and <laughs> unfortunately, so did my wife. And we've so, all been there before. It happens. It definitely happens. Um, but I because I I work solely in Tracy now. I I I've ordered all these books to come in to the Castro Valley store crush. That I was going to when I was working in the area all the time, so it's like I have all these books that I've ordered, and I don't like, I don't want to back out on them, and like I don't know if it's gonna screw the company or anything like that. So, yeah. and they're good people over there, so I don't want to fuck anything up. So it's like I gotta go back and get them. And at really in Tracy, there's no comic book store in Tracy. The closest one is like Manteca, which is like a twenty minute drive, or go back into Livermore. Oh uh, yeah. During the week, I don't want to do that because then I got to deal with traffic. So it's like, you got to wait till the weekends roll around. And now with the, when she saw how much books I bought yesterday, it's like, I got to wait again in a couple of weeks. Like, you should have set that expectation that I got to go every couple of weeks to get it. So it's going to look like a bigger stack. Yeah. So, yeah, she, she gave me the, um, the stink eye for a little bit after she saw that. Um but yeah, I haven't. I honestly haven't done much besides work. Um, this new job's taking it out of me because I'm just out in the heat all day. I'm waiting. I'm praying for fucking cold days. I, it says it's supposed to rain tomorrow because that's uh, the hurricane. Oh yeah. So fingers fingers crossed, man. I'm praying for it. I need it. Just one cold day. And. Yeah, that's it. I got nothing. How did you finish Secret Invasion? Did we talk about that? Finishing Secret Invasion? Uh, I don't remember if we talked about it. I did finish it. I didn't really care much for it, to be honest. The show had me all the way into the last episode. I, I think it kind of got me in like the second episode. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Now I kind of get where this is going, or and then I had this expectation of like, what would happen. Yeah. But as it just kept going on, I was just like, this really didn't 
it didn't really push this like the whole universe further much. No, I'm. You know the thing that that bothered me was that I'm not super thrilled about like Gaia being the Super Scroll. Not that it's because it's her, but I I think because in the comics it, it's a scroll that is able to change yeah. like whatever they want to change, or out of the four powers that the comic character has. Um, but the fact that she just stays in like her human okay that's what form, I was thinking too yeah um, it was kind of yeah it's kind of like, like a it. cop out yeah and it it just it didn't look good either and just like the way she was changing like her arms and stuff to like change her powers like just, when she turned when she turned her arm into Drax's arm yeah her fists looked like it wasn't like like, they didn't finish the CGI on it. Yeah. It looked like it just, like, a nub. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this looks like crap. Yeah, it wasn't. Th- that was the first MCU project where I was like, now this was, like, kind of, this ended badly. <laughs> and it was that, that fight scene is what took it away from me. Like, everything else I was kind of cool with. Like, I was, it was a cool little, uh, like, spy thriller kind of mm-hmm. thing. But... That yeah, that fight scene. I was like, it didn't feel like. Yeah, they're just. It it didn't feel like it. Even though like the the consequences of the show were kind of like altering for the whole universe as Mm -hmm. a whole, it didn't feel like it was that big of a change because, yeah, now they're going to be like hunting scrolls and this and that, but that doesn't fit into anything else that we've seen so far. No, because like you're not going to bring her into the Marvels. Yeah. And it's, I just feel like was now having like the most powerful character in the MCU. Like, I'm not even really excited to see her again. No. Honestly, like if, if she doesn't show up again, okay. It just kind of feels like, yeah, like. You know, like, most of the shows will give us, like, a tease for, like, a new hero or somebody, and it's like, cool, I want to see that. Mm -hmm. Like, I just kind of felt like, yeah, I'm fine if I never see her again. I I don't need a new, strongest person in the universe. And I guess it's more or less just because she's not, like, really, like, an established, like, Mm -hmm. new hero or, like, hero or anything that from, like, the books. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of... And this, she just has all the powers, so it's like, that's no fun. It's like, I want to see a super scroll with, like, the thing's arm or, like, something yeah. comparable, you know? I, I thought what they were going to do when they first showed, like, the computer with the crew and, like... Yeah, if she just had, like, a few of the powers yeah. that she could work with, then I I still wanted her to fight. and Because like, the whole time she's like, like, why can't we just be in our natural form? Like, yeah. the whole show. And then you get to that end scene and you would think that like, no, now I have all these powers. Now I don't like you guys could think of what me about me, what you want. Like I am who I am. I am what I am. Deal with it. Mm. I'm a scroll, like deal with it. And I have all these powers. You gotta, you're in my world now, but like you just didn't do it. Yeah. Disappointing show. Yeah. What do we got next? Loki? Yeah. 
think in October. Oh, shoot. All right, let me take a quick break real quick. We'll be right back after we'll be these right messages. back. <laughs> that was my bad. Um, so we talked about the Loki stuff. We talked about some other stuff, and I messed up the last <coughs> 10 minutes. We weren't recording it. Um, but what we were just getting at was, well, what you guys didn't hear was, um, it seems like, to us, it seems like Disney kind of went like way overboard on the Disney Plus stuff. When what I what I feel like they should have done personally is kind of made the the Disney Plus stuff in the same repercussions of what's happening in the shows. We don't like if people don't have Disney Plus, they don't have well, to fall into it. I mean, they kind of did that with Moon Knight. Yeah, like none of that yeah. really. Uh, not that it didn't matter. It just really didn't push any it narrative is, forward. Or yeah, anything. he's in his own corner of this universe yeah. doing his own thing. The stuff like that is where I f- feel like they really would have... If you're going to give us this much stuff, I feel like that's the route you want to go. Yeah. Like, give us, like, the street-level stuff where it's just like, hey, Daredevil's here fighting so-and-so for eight episodes. Yeah. That's it. And I don't have to work. I can't afford Disney+. Plus. Like... So they don't have it. They can't watch it. I mean, you can watch it if you can find it. But, like, if you don't have it, then you don't have to worry about not being able to understand the next movies and stuff like that. Yeah. But then you put so much stuff on Disney Plus and tell us that it's going to be moving the universe forward and nothing's really... Yeah, now that I think about it, nothing besides Loki really moved anything forward. I, like, I, I liked She-Hulk. Yeah. But it didn't change anything for us. Yeah, I really I liked all the shows except for Secret Invasion. All but... the only thing it's really doing is just giving us more characters. Yeah, and that's it. But there's like, are we even really sure of where where we are on the timeline with any of this stuff? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. No clue. I have no idea. That's what I was kind of talking to Danny the other other day about like why in terms of uh like storytelling Mm -hmm. i like star wars better than mcu Mm -hmm. because star wars will give you a story a backstory you know comics about pretty much any main character side character you know anything Mm -hmm. you get some sort of world building yeah and it's all it may not have anything to do with movies but it may give you like a little nugget of like oh that guy in the background of you know episode one this is who he is so it it builds the world without having to make it seem super important you know you get all the important stuff in the shows and the the movies and stuff but you can still kind of get that side stuff yeah and they gave us new characters and it fits perfectly into the world everybody loved it yeah like the mandalorian at least to my knowledge wasn't anywhere in any of the movies right no he wasn't, it wasn't like name dropped or anything like that. So it's like, you just start a whole new thing. You gave us the Mandalorian and that whole backstory. Yeah. With the different clans and all that stuff. And then Grogu, like you brought in a whole new thing and, and stacked on top of the, the already present universe that yeah. we have and just built on top of that. Like, 
and then like on the opposite end, like the MCU, you only get story in the shows and the movies. You don't get any side stuff. You don't yeah. know what's happening with these characters in between mm-hmm. films or TV shows. Star Wars is good too. With, with uh, what you call it, um, like they even have like the like the actual books. Yeah. Like real like novels. Yeah. That like build on the universe. And it's not stuff that you have to read. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to watch The Mandalorian to understand anything. Yeah. Like, you don't have to watch The Book of Boba Fett. Uh, like, any of the animated shows, they help. Yeah. I'm sure the animated shows help some. Yeah. But, like, it's not stuff that needs to... You can pick and choose which what you want to watch. Yeah. When, like, sometimes the MCU feels like you have to watch this thing, or you have to... You know, if you miss it, then you're, you're missing mm-hmm. out. Or, it, I mean, and this is not to shit on them to you at all, because I still, I'm still, I'm still gonna go shit. day one to watch whatever movie's yeah. coming out, or Disney Plus watch day one. But uh, I just feel like they now that they're kind of slowing down on what they're putting out, and mm-hmm. they're gonna be more selective, hopefully, on what their, you know, the next title's gonna be. Yeah, and hopefully the the writing will get a lot stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching a Screen Crush video yesterday, and they were talking about uh, did they fail with the multiverse stuff already? Not just Marvel, but just in general. Or like, mm-hmm. is multiverse fatigue like a I, thing? I, I, everybody's doing it. Yeah, everybody's doing it. And he, uh, Ryan on Screen Crush, made a good point that it's not. It 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 doesn't have to be this way, as long as you write a good story. And you make not just the multiverse the the reason for the movie, but give it like a some some sort of emotional stakes to mm-hmm. it. Then you could you have the recipe for a good story with the backdrop of a multiverse movie, and not just a multiverse movie that with like some emotion in it. Like he pointed out, uh, No Way Home. It had the multiverse stuff going on with it, mm-hmm. but the real stake of it all was Peter losing everything so he could become the Spider-Man that you know we all know that he is. Yeah, like this was like sort of like with the multiverse as a background. He he got this. He was inspired and he, he was supported by the other Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But something like what like multiverse of madness. That was sort of our mistake as fans for being having these high expectations for all this multiverse stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they really threw the Illuminati at us like, this is what you guys want to see, like this Professor X. <laughs> and then we get in the theater and a lot of people are like, well, this isn't what's the point of this? Like, why does this need to happen? Mm-hmm. But I think just having a good story and make make it so that the characters are actually growing and not just you know uh it's a multiverse movie and then you're just like oh we did it yeah we we saved the day yeah i feel like ant-man kind of did that like there is really no growth to anybody Mm -hmm. it's just like here's our problem we're back i think part of their problem too like yeah it is a multiversal thing but um I think part of the problem is that because we have Secret Wars coming up and we are like 
I guess like bigger Marvel fans kind of already know that this is gonna have a lot of characters in it. We're gonna be dealing with a lot of people. Mm. But the problem is you have to introduce a lot of those characters before they come around. Yeah. Um But then because you have to introduce all those characters, then we have like three years of just kind of one off things, cameos and it's just like it's it's a lot. Yeah. And then we're not we're not world building yet. Which I and we're still in phase what five? I've lost count. I think I wanna five. say we're in phase five. Yeah, because I think Wakanda forever. Yeah. That's so that started phase five. So it cool. If we're using just phase five to just introduce as many characters as we can before phase seven, then I mean it is what it is. But it for the casual fans of all this stuff, it's too much. Yeah. Like the all the fans that you brought in for Infinity War and um Endgame, like all those like people went crazy for it. Like, Ferio was waiting for Endgame. Like, ready and waiting for it. But, like, those are just the casual fans. So, you have, like, you're going to lose a lot of those. And I feel, I mean, that's where it comes down to. A good story. Mm -hmm. Find the story. Make sure it's, like, a good story, character building, you know. Not just a cameo show and, uh, you know, bad special effects. Mm. You know, now I feel like, uh, I think recently the the VFX department for Marvel uh, decided they're going to create a union. Mm. So hopefully they'll get the, uh, you know, the support and like the time to actually like work on these effects and not be so stressed out and like yeah. crunch numbers. That's for sure. Good. I mean, the movies are probably already getting get pushed back because yeah. of the writers and the actor strike. Yeah. But if the visual effects artists, which they should, they for sure should start a union. That's going to push everything back. Yeah. For a while. Or at least, I mean, at least it may push it back, but like, I don't know. Oh, I think it. So, I, I think the visual effects artists. I mean, the studios are gonna fight it regardless, right? Yeah. So it it might go on for a couple of months, but also, if they win, or if they start those unions and then say, "Hey, these are the terms," those movies are gonna take a lot longer to push out. Because, like, that's all they've ever fought against is the fact that. These studios are saying, "Hey, we need these two thousand shots done in two months." Well, but then you also have to think how much Marvel, and this is specifically just Marvel we're mm-hmm. talking about. But think about how much stuff they were putting out last year and the year before, and yeah. they needed. But the years prior to that, how much stuff were they putting out? Two movies a year, you know. So you're talking going from two movies a year to two, three movies, three TV shows, that you're taking up a lot of time. Yeah. And asking for a lot. 
And if they go back to maybe two movies and a TV show a year, it might work out. I, I think you can probably not have to have so much crunch time. Yeah. And still put out decent special effects and give people enough time for their own lives and their families. And mm-hmm. hopefully, I mean, that's the goal. Um, but yeah, I think I, I think I'm fine with getting less per year mm-hmm. as long as it's more quality. So what do you think about... No, that wouldn't work. What? No, I was going to say, like, what, what, what would you think about, like, so you get Secret Wars and, and then King Dynasty, or is it the other way around? I want to say it's the other way around. So King Dynasty and then Secret Wars. Yeah. Okay, so what would you think about them? Say, say we don't get any more shows between now and then, right? King Dynasty rolls around. Would you... What do you think about a, a show in between the two of them as, like, a... Like, maybe spread the movies out a little bit more. And then... Nah, it doesn't make sense. Were you thinking of something to, like, introduce the characters? or just... uh, Maybe bring in some more characters that you that you haven't brought in yet. Or just, like, whatever the team is during King Dynasty or whatever they're working with then. They're kind of doing, like, a recruiting kind of thing. Going around trying to get more help. Well, or if if it's the, I'm assuming that they're going with Secret Wars from 2015, like as a base for whatever they're doing. Mm. Um, maybe that's where we deal with like the incursions and stuff like that. From the rumors that I've read, uh, I think Kang Dynasty is supposed to be sort of how. Uh, Infinity War and Endgame. Mm-hmm. Infinity War dealt with like all the heroes, but like separate teams. Yeah. And then uh, Endgame was just like the main six heroes plus everybody else. Mm-hmm. I I think I, the rumor was that uh, King Dynasty was supposed to deal with uh, a team of Avengers that are are more established heroes, mm-hmm. and then Secret War is supposed to be like our multiversal heroes. So like Wolverine. Uh, whoever else they're going to bring in from maybe Deadpool mm-hmm. or maybe, you know, whoever else they're going to bring in as like multiverse uh, people. And then they're going to come, everybody's going to come together at, at the end of that one. For the me, so besides all this movie stuff, let me ask you one thing. Do you, um, do you enjoy Deadpool comics? You know, I haven't read any of his comics since like, 20 i think since before the like encouraging stuff happened in 2013 mm-hmm. uh so i i liked his i liked the the one i think brian Posehn and jerry dugan were writing those ones so i i like that one but i haven't read anything since mm-hmm. uh but ever since when the first movie came out i was like really into it i was really hyped i really liked it yeah. the second one I didn't really care for all that much. Just mm-hmm. every other sentence was a joke. Yeah. And yeah, I haven't touched any of the books since then. So I, I can't really tell if I like the character still or if I, he just becomes it's too just, much. It seems like he's so popular. Mm. Like he has like 80 Funko Pops. Like, 
every time new Marvel stuff comes out, like toy wise or like, there's always like some Deadpool stuff in there, but it's the the comics. I don't love the comics all the time. I picked one up a few months ago, and uh, it was a is a number. It was a new run that was starting, and I after that first issue, I was like, I don't want to read any more of this. And Ryan Reynolds is cool as Deadpool. The first one was great. The second one was good. I mean, but yeah, um, yeah. The second one, like you said, was pretty joke heavy. I think that's the main thing for me. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. The third one's coming, and it's probably gonna be just a joke heavy. Yeah. I'm hoping that because I know I don't think it's going to just jump straight into the MCU mm-hmm. and be a part of it. I think something's going to happen which puts them in the MCU towards the end. Yeah. So it's still going to be like a solo movie kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping that I mean like I can't say I hope that they don't do or I hope that they do less jokes mm-hmm. because I mean that's kind of what Deadpool is like. He's a parody. He makes jokes. Like, yeah, that's his whole thing. But I kind of would hope that they do less jokes, but more like, but just have like more impact. Like if it, if it's gonna be like funny, maybe once every few pages of the script yeah. <laughs> or something. Um. Yeah, that's all I. The MCU's at a. I don't think it's failing in any way. No. But I just... Uh, you put out so much stuff, you're bound to fail on some things. Yeah. And not everything's going to work. I mean, I yeah. give them credit, too. Like, all the... Anytime you put anything out, it's an experiment to see. Is it going to connect with the fans? Is it going to bring in new fans? Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, sometimes things aren't going to connect with your established fans or new people or mm-hmm. vice versa. So, you, you just kind of have to have confidence in what you're doing and if you know it's going to be bad you still got to put it out and just you know ride through the storm and yeah get to the next thing i heard rumor has it that the echo series may not be that good Mm -hmm. um and so that's why they're dropping all the episodes on one day just to kind of oh they're still putting it out yeah i don't i think i can't remember if they if it's supposed to come out this year or and then they pushed it to next year or if they took or something but I think it was supposed to come out this year, but they took it off the release schedule, so mm. maybe next year at some point. Okay. But guess we'll see. We'll see. All right, so I guess that's enough movie talk, enough MCU talk. Movies, movies, movies. We came here today to talk about uh, the vision. The vision, the vision, the vision. And division. Division, not the... I don't like that group, though. And The Vision uh, came out in 2017. Mm-hmm. It is a um, an Eisner Award winner book. Wow. Which uh, is one of the highest awards for a comic book story there is. Probably the highest award wow. that you can win. Um. And after you read it, I mean, it's one of the best stories I've ever read. 
Yeah, I, I liked it. I enjoyed the whole the whole story. Yeah. I remember I, when I was reading it, I was doing like, I don't know, maybe three issues, you know. If I had time, mm-hmm. three issues at a time. Oh, yeah. No, I was I, really just trying to like, I wanted to know, like read more. Yeah. I reread it uh, this past week mm-hmm. just to kind of re-up my knowledge on it. Uh, those, one day I read like six issues. And it, I was reading for like an hour, maybe. Yeah. Like, it's not a heavy read at all. No. But just the fact that it's not a heavy read, like, it's pretty light on words, honestly. But they get through a lot of the story. Yeah. And it looks really nice. Like, the art is just, like, really good. Yeah. And this was... It was written by, let's see, uh, Tom King. And, shit, why doesn't Marvel Unlimited is kind of like Spotify where they don't show you all the credits for for everything that was done on the book, which would be helpful because I'm trying to give people credit where credit is due. Found it. There we go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Damn, even their fucking website doesn't give all the... <laughs> so, uh, the website's only... I'll pull it up on the the app in a second. But, yeah, it was written by Tom King. Uh, cover artist was Mike Delmundo. And he was... That boy was putting in work on those covers. I like that one. At, like, every cover of all 12 issues was, like, fire. I think every one of them numbers. The, Vision number seven is my favorite one. Which That's the one with one? Scarlet Witch. Oh, okay. All over it. Um, that one was my favorite one. But let me. I got the, the book pulled up right now. Okay, so Tom King was a writer. The artist uh, for the story itself was uh, Gabriel Hernandez Walter. And even him, he was killing that shit too. I think if I remember, let me look it up because I and the color I like that is very like vibrant. Yeah, and it it almost looked like it was painted. Yeah, the the color artist was a uh, Jordi Belair. Letterer was a uh, VCs Clayton Cowles. It amazes me how many people just go into like, how how much like, just artist credits go into. A comic book. It's a lot. Because the, the artist only just draws it. Yeah. I mean, and not only, but you know what I mean. The artist draws it, then the color artist goes in and adds the color. And then you have to have the letterer who's writing all the words in the in the bubbles. Then you have the... There's somebody that just does the, like the black. Yeah. Yeah. And then the person goes in with the color and decides... Yeah. And that can change like a whole, the whole look of the art. Mm-hmm. And like I said, Mike Del Mundo was the cover artist, and uh, this is around that time they were doing those hip hop uh, variant covers. Mm. So they had a couple variant covers. Then, what else? What else? Um, but yeah, they, that whole team, it just, yeah, they just killed it. Killed it, killed it, killed it. All right, and that's our show.
All right, bye guys. Bye. Um, so it starts off with uh Division wanting to start his own family or mm-hmm. starting his own family that he created himself. Uh he has his wife Virginia, his son Vin, and his daughter Viv. Mm-hmm. And uh they moved like pretty close to Washington DC. Yeah, because he's working with the White House. Um, they had a dog too. That's later in the story, but yeah. Sparky. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they move in to this new house, and they have some of the. I mean, everybody knows who he is. He's Vision. He's one of the Avengers. Um, I I always think it's funny that he he has. Like, his whole thing kind of is, like, telling people how many times he's saved the world. And it's, like, I've saved the world. I'm the vision. I've saved the world 37 times. And it's kind of, like, always, like, his thing. <laughs> but, uh, like, he, he doesn't have, like, the emotions and, like, the... Yeah, he's not saying it to brag. He no. Just... <laughs> it's, like, no. Like, he's just giving you just, just plain facts. I'm the vision. I've saved the world 37 times. And it's, like... He's definitely been a part of saving the world more than 37 times. But they in the story, they say that it's like those are the ones that he feels like he actually like the world was saved because of something that he did mm. in those 37 times. And then there's even a part in one of the books where like they act, they go through the 37 like each like they don't go through every part of it, but they name off every one of the 37. I thought that was funny too. But uh, yeah, so everybody knows he's the vision. They think it's weird that he's just moving in across the street. <laughs> and uh, he has some neighbors come over, introduce themselves. They don't, the husband doesn't really want to do it. Yeah. Uh, but they do it anyways. The, the, the book itself sort of has like a, it's a, it, almost a weird, creepy vibe to it. Yeah. Because you know the Vision and like when he's on the team of the Avengers, you're mm-hmm. like, okay, it's the Vision. Like we know he's like an android robot, whatever. Yeah. But when you put him, take him out away from that and put him in a normal setting of like suburban home with mm-hmm. a family, then it starts becoming like a little like, that is, that's strange. Like I can kind of understand why the people are like hesitant to have yeah. him next door and go visit yeah because i mean like you always now you read some stories here and there and like like people sometimes people are like like i don't want superheroes near me because you guys are gonna just bring the fight to us like mm. so like uh people in the real world if that's the case like yeah i don't want you living right across the street from me like who knows what's gonna happen like i'm probably gonna fucking die over <laughs> here so like there's that part of it, but yeah, like because he's so emotionless all the time, it's the story does feel kind of dark. And then as the story goes on, like emotions start coming into play mm-hmm. in the whole thing, and that's when it starts to get like like creepier, I yeah. guess. And yeah, it's just like. It's it's just so fucking Yeah, weird. it's it's like a it's an uneasy sort of yeah. uh, feeling throughout yeah. cuz you, you yeah, you know it's weird that he's doing this. Mm-hmm. And you, 
yet you can't really look away because you're just so like interested to see where it's gonna go yeah and then like you said down the line just stuff starts happening and you're just like this this isn't gonna end well for anybody no as much as like you want him to be able to just live his life Mm -hmm. and do what he's doing like it's not gonna end well for him yeah so the the reason he built his own family and did his own thing was because uh he he was with Wanda and she had kind of just made up the babies that they had together and he was like he told her like these they're, they're not real and she just wasn't having it and then did, did she, no she didn't kill him I don't remember what happened the kids or him him she did, did she, she was yeah yeah uh, was it Avengers Disassembled or... I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was the start of Avengers yeah. Disassembled. Yeah. He, oh, yeah, she used him as like a suicide bomb, pretty much. Yeah. Like a bomb. So, yeah, she did that to him, and then he's just been kind of... Obviously not too keen on uh, being happy with, with that happening. Yeah. And then, so now he's he's living in the home with his wife, his two kids. They're, they're twins, technically. Um, technically, all of them are, all three of them are twins. Yeah. So I mean, the, it's a normal story. He sends them off to school. They're starting in high school. Uh, I thought Ben was a little younger, like a year younger. Is he? I think so. That makes sense. But oh yeah, yeah yeah. Yeah, so they send them off to school. Obviously, all the kids in the school think they're weird. Um, and then, uh, yeah, there's not like there's not tons of stuff to the story. But as the story goes on, for some, for those of you who don't know, um, the Vision got he was created by Ultron, who stole. Or he, I don't think he stole. He took uh, Wonder Man's brainwaves. Mm-hmm. He based Vision's mind off of the brainwaves of Wonder Man. Wonder Man. And was it Hank? Was it Hank Pym too? Or just I don't Wonder think Man? so. I think it was just Wonder Man. Oh. Um. So yeah, he Ultron created the Vision with Wonder Man's brainwaves. I always wonder what what does that mean? The brainwaves. Like, I, to be honest, I don't, I'm not really sure. because <laughs> like, when you when you see the characters on the screen to, or not on screen but on the page together, like, yeah. It's not like they're the same person. Not and even obviously, both. like, Vision has been able to, like, grow and become mm-hmm. more sentient over time. But, yeah. like, I still never really seen them as, like, having the same brain pattern, like, thinking the same way no. or doing the same thing. Because the Wonder Man's kind of like a hothead. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's, like, always kind of pissy and, like, like stuck up and... Mm. Cause he's, I mean, he's uh, technically a movie star and all that shit. Um, ladies love him, and Vision's just like, yeah, he just calm and calculated. Yeah, so it's they're kind of like the complete opposites, but <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, Vision has Wonder Man's brainwaves, um, and one day uh, Grim Reaper shows up who is Wonder Man's brother. Mm-hmm. And uh, Vision's at work doing his thing, but uh, Virginia and the two kids are there at home. 
And Grim Reaper shows up, and he's pissed. He's calling them fake. He's saying, you guys aren't real. It's like that lady on the airplane. Not real. <laughs> Was she high on something? I, she, You know, she came out and apologized, but I didn't listen to the whole thing. But I don't know. Like, what are you apologizing for? <laughs> Like, you gave us some good content. I just want to know what you were on. Yeah. That's it. I just want the backstory. Yeah, just tell, that's it. Maybe I got to watch that video later. <laughs> see what she actually said. Um. So, yeah, Grim Reaper shows up. You guys are fake. You guys are not real. Like, you, like you are not my brother's family. The vision is not related to me whatsoever. Like, you guys need to be off the face of the earth. I'm going to kill all of you guys. And he, I mean, he works at it. He tries it. But when he first pops in, he just immediately stabbed Viv. Mm. And she's just on, like, I mean, she's an android, so he hit a certain spot inside of her body, and now she's just kind of, like, in, like, uh, like a repeat mode. Mm. So she's out of the game. Uh, he almost, he's getting close to doing the same to Vin, and that's when Virginia just, what is she, fuck, what did she hit him with? It was like a tray or something. Yeah. She yeah. hit him with like some tray in the head and she hit that boy hard as hell. She took him out and she I mean she killed him. Yeah. She killed him. And I don't I don't think that she was trying to, but because she can change her density just the same way vision can, um, she swung at him with that tray and she killed him. And she took teeth out and everything. But she and then she told the kids not to say anything to their their dad about it so they're already kind of at this point where like vision's just straightforward can't lie won't do it like i'm just gonna tell you exactly what it is and we're like two issues in and the the wife that he created off of well i mean using wanda's brainwaves like she's already like kind of veering off of where vision's like straight line is yeah so she's telling the kids to lie about what happened. She just killed somebody. And then she, she goes to dig a hole in the backyard he, to bury him. Yeah, like like you said, we're already two issues in. Or Yeah, we're only two issues in. And there's a murder. Yeah. Uh, she's already keeping a secret. There's like mm-hmm. this whole like tension. Yeah. Each issue that you're reading of like the whole family interacting and you know we all know what's what happened yeah and you're just like all right when when when's vision going to find out what's going to be the the solution to this and yeah how is he going to fix like, it where's the breaking point here yeah so yeah she kills him she buries him in the backyard uh, vision has no idea what happened at this well she she knows that he showed up or vision knows that grim reaper showed up stabbed viv um but Virginia tells him that uh, after he stabbed Viv, he was going towards Vin. Uh, I, I think she said she blasted him with uh, like that little gem on her forehead. He realized that he wasn't going to win the fight, and he took off. So Vision's like, okay, let's, let's help our daughter. Let's <laughs> save her life. He's gone. It is what it is. And then, so she's out of school for a little bit. And... When Vin goes back to school, he's her uh, Viv's partner in one of her classes is like, "Hey, where the hell is your sister at? Like, she's been gone for like a week. We have a project to do. I need to talk to her." 
And then uh, Vin is just like fed up with this shit. And he just like chokes the kid out. He just like grabs him by his neck in the fucking middle of the cafeteria. He's choking the kid out. He's like almost going to die. And then he just drops him. And they call in the parents and like the principal's like, He's like, you little robot people need to get the fuck out of here. And then... How do you... I want to know, like... How do you seriously have a conversation with <laughs> two androids? There's no way. Like... Like, you're... you're, you're one, son. you know who he is. Yeah. You, I'm pretty sure you've seen him fight at least one alien. You know what he can do. Like, if it's me... Can you tell your son, please don't do it again? <laughs> we can just have a strict no choking policy. Yeah. You can just have your son follow it. It'd be can perfect. you just tell him to tell the kid sorry? <laughs> please. But it, it's like, the it's so funny to me that the people that are not super powered in comics are always so bold to talk to these people the way that they do. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. You guys deserve to die. Screw you guys. Get this kid out of my school. We don't want fucking robots here. Man, who are you talking to? <laughs> I can murder all of who? you. And then Vision's just like, like my son's not going anywhere. You're going to give him the standard suspension, and he's going to come right back to school <laughs> like nothing happened. And the principal is just like, like I don't care who your friends are. Like, that's not happening. Like, and Vision's like, no, he's he's gonna be suspended. He'll be back when it's over. That's it. And then you just get up, and just like walk out. And then um, I think I want to say it's like the next day after that, Virginia's checking the mail, and then she gets there's a package in there, and it has like a cell phone, and then um. That has like a post-it on there. It says, play the video. And then it's a video of her digging uh, the ditch with the Grim Reaper's body in it. And uh, there's a note in there. Well, there's a note in there that said, like, uh, meet me at the so-and-so and, -so and um, come alone or whatever. And then she doesn't do it. And then somebody could like whoever sent it is like calling the phone like every day trying to get her to like like hey i have <laughs> evidence here is gonna like ruin your life if you don't just come talk to me about it but she keeps ignoring the calls she keeps no i'm not going i'm not doing it and then finally uh she picks it up and then the guy's like meet me here this time like we need to figure this thing out. Otherwise, I'm sending this video out. So she tells Vision, like, oh, I'm, I, I got to meet so-and-so over here. Uh, and he's like, well, no, like, I got shit to do. Like, I'm, like, she calls him while he's in the middle of a fight with the Avengers. Yeah. And then he's like, well, I'm kind of <laughs> in the middle of something. And she's like, your daughter is, like, on her deathbed over here, basically. Like, why don't you just come spend time with her tonight? <laughs> And, like, let me do something. Like, I'm, I'm always here. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay, all right, whatever. I'll be there. So, um, was this when the cops showed up? So, I think at this point, the 
Oh, so the Vision had the Avengers, like, kind of on the lookout for the Grim Reaper. Mm. Like, figure out where he is, because if he showed up once, he might show up again. Yeah. Um, but nobody can find him. They're saying, like, he's not on, like, we're not even seeing his brain. And they're still sticking with these brainwave things. <laughs> like, we're not finding his brainwaves anywhere on this earth. And it's like, okay, where the hell did the Grim Reaper go? So, uh, I guess in the background, they're, the Avengers are kind of having suspicions on like what's going on. So, Virginia goes to the guy's house that's been blackmailing her. She finds out that it's uh, the kid that Vin choked out. And... Um, Oh, sorry, no. Uh, Viv was already, she was fixed up. Vision was able to help her. Um, so now she's back at school. She meets up with the kid who was her partner that got choked out. And they're starting to, like, hit it off a little bit. Like, they think, or she thinks that, like, they have something going on. Mm. So, like, they're on good terms now. He's like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, shit happens. <laughs> yeah, your brother choked me out. No big deal. Um, so they're cool. And then that night, Virginia goes to um, the blackmailer's house. And then she finds out that um, it's, the kid's, it's dad. the kid's dad. So he's like, the only thing, he's like, I don't want any money from you guys. I don't want anything. All I want is for you guys to leave town. You leave town, I won't show this video to anybody. And she just like kind of stares at him for a second. And she's like, no, I'm not leaving town. She's like, me and my family live here. We just like, we basically, we deserve to be here. And they're just, they're like screaming back and forth to each other. And then uh, the kid, his name's CK. He's like coming down the stairs and he's trying to figure out like, who's his dad yelling at? And then... By the time he gets down to the bottom of the stairs, he sees who's down there. But he sees his dad with a gun out pointed at Virginia. And he's like, you need to get the hell out of town. Right? Like, this is the last time I'm asking you. Mm. And then he has the gun pointed at her. And she's like, no. And the kid's back there like, dad, no. Like, put the gun down. Stop. Like, And then he pulls the trigger. But uh, Virginia phases out. So the bullet just goes straight through her. Yeah. But then the kid's standing right behind her, and this guy shoots his kid in the head. Just dead on the floor. And then the guy's like, say, you killed my kids. Like, you made me kill my kid. You did this. This is all your fault. And Virginia's just kind of standing there like, what the fuck is going on? And then he's like, now he's like really in her face, like screaming at her. Like, you killed my kid. You killed my kid. And then she changes her density again. And she swings on this fool, punches him, punches him in the head, and just completely knocks him out. And then you find out later that he's been in a coma yeah. that whole time. And the whole city's trying to figure out who killed the son. Because the gun's there, but the dad's completely knocked out in a coma. So it couldn't have, couldn't have been the dad, right? Mm. So that's a whole mystery on its own. Now and it's just stacking... Stacking uh, lie after lie. Yeah. And yeah, this is where it it starts like kind of like picking up for Virginia because now she's just paranoid this whole time. Like, yeah. She already has one body buried in the yard. Mm -hmm. Kind of at fault for a child being murdered. Yeah. 
and then this guy's in a coma, could wake up at any time, and your whole cover is just blown at this point. Yeah. And then at, at and this... she's still raising the family. Yeah. At, yeah, I don't know how she's doing it. But at, at this point, was it... Did the dog start digging around in the backyard next, or did his brother show up? Vision's brother. I want to say the dog first. Okay, so... Yeah, Virginia knocked the guy out. She goes back home. She's trying to live life as normally as possible. And then uh, the next day, life is going on as it normally does for them. They're at the table doing their, their daily breakdown of what happened. And then um, there's this dog that's in the backyard. The neighbors who originally showed up. <laughs> like, seeing as loud as she can. The neighbors who originally showed up when they first moved in. They had a little dog. And then we see that the dog is uh, digs under the vision's fence, snooping around in the backyard, starts digging, and then um, digs enough to uh, uncover uh, Grim Reaper's body in the backyard. But I, he has, I think his scythe that he has, like had, like was electric, yeah, electrically like power charged, yeah, yeah. So when the dog like bites it, it like zaps it completely and it makes like this loud noise and then visions inside and he's like oh what was that noise so he's like i'll go check it out and then we'll finish talking about what we were talking about and then he goes in the backyard and grim reaper's body is just laying in the dirt right there and we don't see what happens but the next day uh the neighbors come knocking on the door and they're like um have you seen our dog like he got out yesterday we haven't seen him since um, and I noticed that there's some digging under your fence. Um, so I was just wondering if maybe you had gotten back there. And she's like, uh, if you want to come in and check, you can come in and check. But I haven't seen him. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. I, I believe you. Like, it's fine. And she's like, no, come in and check. And then he goes in and to check. And the whole house is just completely fucking wrecked. And then... Because they never fixed it from... Grim Reaper or no? This is uh, oh, this damage is a... that Vision had done oh. uh, when he found out that she had killed him. So the neighbors like, "Oh, you guys remodeling or something?" Okay. She's like, "Yeah, we're just working on some stuff." And like, mind you, the walls are busted, torn apart, all that shit. Um, and then I, I'm trying to remember what she told him. Well, she told Vision because she, um. She didn't tell him the truth about what happened. I like what is she saying? And she, I whatever it was, she told him a lie about what actually happened and why she mm. killed Grim Reaper. Um. So and then they cut to. Uh, Vision and he has blood all over his face and everything, and then he was basically just chopping up Grim Reaper. To like, so they can just get rid of the body completely. And then, what else did we get? Oh, and then Vision's brother showed up. Fuck, I can't remember his name. Victor. Does it start with an M? Yeah. Is it? I want to say Macha. Yeah, Victor Macha. He's, uh, I don't remember the whole backstory on him right now. But he's Vision's brother, and he looks like a human. Yeah. Um, 
so he gets there. He, uh, Vision says he's uh, he got an internship over at the White House, so he's gonna be staying with them for a little bit. The kids are excited about it. Cool, our uncle's here. And um, Mancha, that's Victor Mancha. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, they're just kind of living life normally, hanging out. Their uncle's there. They're spending time with them. And then a little bit of time goes by, and then we realize that uh, Victor is there working with the Avengers. Like, he's kind of acting as a spy for the Avengers, because right now uh, the Avengers have... uh, an inkling of an idea that Vision had something to do with Grim Reaper. Yeah. But it, to backtrack on that, they only had that inkling of an idea that it was him because um, Agatha Harkness uh, in uh, the Wondergore Mountains, they have like this plant where if you um, if you eat the, the flower... Uh, you have to eat the flower twice. So you eat it once when you're hungry and then once after you, you've died. Uh, and then you, once you eat it that second time, you can see the future. So she did that. And then she saw that Vision had... It, to her, it looks like Vision had murdered all the Avengers, all of his friends. Mm. And that's all she sees. And But she knows that something caused him to to murder all of the people that he sees as friends. Because normally Vision wouldn't attack them like that. Yeah. So that's why the Avengers are like, okay, something's going on over there. We're missing a a villain. Not even on Earth. Not even on Earth. Showing up on Earth. Who doesn't have any cosmic abilities, can't fly, nothing like that. And he's just not on Earth anymore. (laughs) So something's going on. So that's why they send uh, Victor there to kind of act as a spy to figure out what's going on. Uh, as some time goes on, he's uh, we see him in a house, an empty house across the street, and he's uh, kind of doing some re. They're acting as normal as possible, but but I I can I have a feeling that something's going on over here. And then as he's having that meeting, um, oh sorry, the quick backtrack. After the dog had uh, got zapped by the Grim Reaper's scythe, mm-hmm. uh, Vision took the dog's brainwaves <laughs> and made the family a dog, Sparky. So um, when Victor's doing his little recon with the Avengers, uh, Vin's outside playing with the dog. He throws a ball. The dog goes to chase the ball and then phases through the door to the house. And then Vin goes chasing him because he's like, oh, no, he can't be in there, whatever. And then he gets in there, sees what's going on. And he's like, uh, hey, <laughs> Uncle Victor, what the hell is going on here? Like, why are you talking to Captain America and Iron Man and all that? And he's like, it's not it's not what it looks like. Just talking to them about some stuff. Like, just don't tell your dad about it. And then he, Vin's, like, trying to, like, kind of, like, back out of the house. And Victor's, like, getting more and more pissed off. And, um, what, what, he had, like, electricity powers, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, he, he zaps, like, his power just kind of, like, 
go berserk. He uh, zaps uh, Vin and unfortunately kills him. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, Vision sees the blast, like the, the big like uh, electric blast that happens from across the street. He's like, "Oh, what the hell's going on over there?" Not knowing that his son and his brother are over there. Mm. And then he gets over there, phases through the door, sees what's going on, and Victor's just kind of like in the corner, just like rocking back from back and forth, like, "I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to do it. Like, I'm sorry." And because of what happened, the repairs are just too much, and it's not something that Vision can just fix. So Vin dies, like just, which is crazy for an android, because I feel like. You can just replace the parts. But, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, if you can't fix it, you can't fix it. So, uh, Vin's passed at this point. Uh, Victor's in jail. And then we get towards the end. And uh, Vision's just pissed at this point. Yeah. He's like, my, my brother killed my son. I'm not letting this man live anymore. I don't care if he's in jail. No one's going to stop me. And then when he gets to the jail that he's at, the Avengers show up and they're like, Vision's like, I would appreciate you guys' help on this, but just please know that I don't need your help and (laughs) and you aren't going to stop me. So he, he basically just runs his way through the Avengers. Yeah. Just, and he doesn't kill him, but, he beats the shit out of everybody. And then finally he gets like right outside the door. And then that's when Wanda and Agatha show up or like a ghost of Agatha. And, um, Wanda's like, you can't do this. Like, I understand what he did, but you can't kill him. And then he's tells her the same thing. I would appreciate your help here, but I don't need it. So if you're not going to help, just understand that I'm going to go through you. And she just keeps trying to talk him down. And he's like, no, I'm not done with it. Takes her out too. And then he's walking towards his brother's cell. And then right when he gets close to him, Virginia pops up right behind him and then kills him instead. Mm-hmm. So now she's got... Three, four... four. Four bodies on her hand, or five, including the dog. Oh, yeah. Technically, that's her fault. Would you really say it's her fault for the kid? Mm. I mean, she didn't know he was behind her. Yeah, she didn't know he was behind her, and she didn't shoot the gun. Yeah, she just did what any vision would probably do the same yeah, thing. I mean, if I can phase through and not get hit by stuff, then yeah, yeah I'd fucking do it too. I, I mean, and the dad's not dead. Oh, true. But he's, you know... So Life really, changing. the Grim Reaper. So she's got two bodies on her hand. Yeah, three and some injuries. Dog, Grim Reaper, Victor. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she kills him, and then she kind of goes into the whole story of, um, of what really happened with everything, and, um, we find out that. Like, yes, she had been lying to Vision about everything that was going on, but 
uh, every night when he would or when things would happen when Vision would go to sleep, she would uh, access his his memory base or whatever um, and change uh, what he actually knew about. So at one point, I didn't say this earlier, but at one point the cops had come to um, talk to Vision because they had a suspicion that something weird was going on over there. And I, was that when they were looking for Grim Reaper? Or were they... No. No, it was after they beat, after she had the issue with the dad. Yeah. Um, and they thought Vision had something to do with it. So they take him down to the... the I like how there's a family full of robots and they're like, Probably the superhero. Yeah. <laughs> the wife and kids have... They're probably good. The world famous it. superhero? <laughs> yeah, he took out that random dad. <laughs> I'm sure. So they take him down to the police station and they're asking him, like, oh, where where were you? Where was your family? And, and at that time, they're asking him all those questions and he's like, well, no, we were all at home. Like, But it, it, it almost looks like he... He doesn't believe what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Like he wants to say something else. But yeah. He just, his mind is just not allowing him to even like think about Yeah. what else it was. Yeah. So then we found, we find out at the end that she, when he was on those different occasions, she would access his memory banks and then change things about it. So if he was ever questioned about anything. He's not technically lying. Yeah. Because it. Technically, he can't lie about anything, anyways. So she was changing it. So like, if he was asked, "Oh no, we were all home together," and it raises no suspicions because yeah. everyone knows he can't. In his memories, he's not. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she, I, she changes memories on the Grim Reaper stuff. She changes memories on the on CK's dad, and all that, and then um, before. He went to the prison. She had changed his memories on uh, what actually happened there, too. And um, she, I think she's, I think it said that she, her vision wouldn't have gone, like, through all of his friends to go murder somebody on his own. So she had changed, like, what his thoughts were on the whole thing to push him there because she knew that um, she wanted to kill Victor herself but she knew that she was never going to get through the Avengers on her own so she so she's a, a mastermind kind of yeah so she had changed Vision's uh, ideas and thoughts on everything to push him to get through all of the Avengers so she could, so she could just sneak in through the back and kill Victor herself and then, um, how does she, and then after that, she, how'd she die? Can Vision kill her? I, I don't there's, know. I remember something, there's like something of floating above the piano. Oh, no. So she, um, she, I forgot to say this in the beginning of the story too, but they had, when they moved in, they had these artifacts. They had Captain America's lighter from World War Two. They had um, a water vase from Zen La from the Silver Surfer. Um, and the water vase itself was made out of water. But it, it the water in it is 
poisonous to everything outside of Zen Law. Yeah. So they couldn't put anything in it, but it's just like this floating water vase. Um, so she, after she killed Victor, she told Vision, um, I, I told Viv what happened with her friend CK. So she's right now, she's really upset with me because she's, she's blaming me for what happened. Um, so you should go home and you should be with her. And then, um, somehow the both of them end up back at the house and, um, Virginia tells him, I'm just letting you know now I took a sip of the, the water vase. It's going through my system. It's, uh, messing up the circuits. I don't have much time left. And, but she had, she had, they had that, uh, flower from Wondergore in their house on display. So she had eaten one of the flowers when she was hungry and she had, I don't know how it works, but you have to eat one after you die, whatever. So she said that she saw the future and she saw that he was going to change everything and, and fix things going forward. Um, and he's the water leaves your body. And she's like, no, I'm not doing that. And she like, you should probably just go spend time with your daughter. She probably needs you more than I do right now. They sit together, and then she dies. And then, um... Yeah, that shit was tough, man. It was, yeah. Yeah, it was, I mean, I... I under... Like, she was just at her wit's end at that point. She's tired. But, yeah. Because she'd been covering so much for, like, months at this point. Just trying, like... It really is one of those situations where, like, the lie just, like, snowballs mm. and it just keeps getting bigger. And then all of a sudden you can't stop it from going downhill. Yeah. And, um, yeah, she dies. A couple months go by. Uh, Viv uh, is finally going back to school. Uh, but now it's just her vision. It, right then it's just her and vision. Um Wanda shows up to talk to Viv for a little bit to kind of talk her through things. Um, and Wanda was able to bring back Sparky, who had died when Vin died. And... Yeah, that was it. So now it's just, it was, it's just Vision, Viv, and Sparky. Just uh, living life together. And trying to navigate life after uh their wife died the wife and the mom died the brother's dead it's kind of wild to think that like he he's just keeping it going you know it's like yeah he he built this family to be like his perfect family yeah and you know wife ends up murdering people hurting people taking her own life the son gets killed by his own brother and it just feels like even though he's an emotionless like logical like android like mm. you still have to feel like really bad for him like he just wanted to have yeah. that, that life he, all, his only goal is to just be as normal as possible just like everybody else and yeah, like you said, he created that 
what he thought was a perfect family. And it quickly went haywire. Mm-hmm. Like, almost immediately. Yeah. And now he, he doesn't have his son anymore. He doesn't have his wife anymore. And it, it kind of makes you... Yeah, it makes you feel really bad for him. But then it also is like a a thing too because he was so emotionless when he was telling Wanda like those kids aren't real mm. like they're not real you need to stop this and then she thought she just lost it and then he creates his family and I mean technically they're real but like you lose half of them and now you're kind of just like now you have to deal with like the pain that you kind of caused for somebody else. Yeah. But because you don't process the the feelings the same way, it's just kind of like it just just happened. That's it. But it it is also kind of crazy too that Viv does kind of process emotions. Yeah. A little bit. I was thinking about that of how like Vision is like top of the line, top, mm-hmm. but like. This is a a robot making robots. Like, of course, the next ones are gonna be mm-hmm. somewhat better or like different in a way. Well, the, I almost like the, this is the third generation of yeah. robots. So it's like they have emotions, like they have feelings. Like, yeah. I think in the comics now, uh, after this came out, Viv, like, she's a lesbian. Yeah. She's. She, yeah, that, that I read a um, an Infinity comic. Mm. Um, of hers where she's trying to like uh like get this girl's number and like try to get to know her some some more and stuff like that yeah. it was cool and then she was a member of the uh champions. champions yeah um but it's just yeah it's just like he created another generation of robots and then they all had like emotions and he gave them all free will and then they use that free will but it's like like Virginia immediately was like killed somebody and was like nope can't tell him about this Mm. like it wasn't like a oh your father needs to know about this it was immediately you cannot tell your father this happened and then just right after that went outside and started digging the hole Granted, you didn't dig it deep enough, but just the fact that she even thought to, like, lie to him about it mm. was, like, it just adds, like, that extra layer yeah. to everything. And, and I was, I should, I almost cried when she uh, got stabbed and then just kept, and then after that, she just kept calling out for her mom. Oh, yeah. After that. You once you have kids and then you start seeing stuff like that, it's like, oh no, 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 please stop, please, somebody help her, get over there and help her, get this fixed, somebody. That shit was stressful as hell. Um, but yeah, even with us telling you guys the story, uh, find it on Amazon, go on Marvel Unlimited. Yeah, I'm not. Even, we're not even gonna do our ratings like. Just read the story. No, it's read really it. good. It's so good. You'll enjoy it. You'll you'll 
it'll just I feel like it it gave me a different perspective of vision. Yeah. And like, it just made me appreciate, like, wow, this is this is a weird story, yeah. but I can see why it's a good story. It is so good. Yeah. It's so good. I this is, it's not one of the first stories that I've ever like really loved, in, in comic books, but. It was, it's like, it's better, like, it's this, it's the story that I love the most in comic books that I've read. I haven't read a story so far that's been better than these 12 issues. There's been some that have been close, Mm -hmm. like, John, like, a lot of the Jonathan Hickman stuff that I've read so far has been like amazing storytelling and writing and like long form storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to have like the 12 issues here and for Tom King to do what he did with those 12 issues, it was, it was better than a TV show. And or, I think, I think it was because it was, it was like how we were talking earlier about not making a multiversal movie, but making, uh, a character movie with mm-hmm. the multiverse in the background. Yeah, like this is a, a a family drama. Yeah, with superheroes mm-hmm. in the background, which I think is cool because it's like we're seeing a side that you don't see in comic books at yeah. all. You don't see them with their families or the drama that something as you know the 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 residuals of uh, of a villain. Mm-hmm. You know, wanting to take revenge. Uh, due to something happening, yeah. so it's like you, we're getting a whole different side of this character. Yeah. So if you're not, even if you're not into superheroes or like anything, I'd still say read this. Yeah, you don't it's not even really... a superhero heavy story. Yeah. Like there's, like you said, the superhero aspects to it. They're there in the background. They're a part of that world, mm. but it's not like we're on a cosmic adventure. Or we're like. We're fighting Thanos or Kingpin or whatever. Like this is like, they're living in the suburbs, dealing with just family drama, mm-hmm. and it, it's just nuts. This, yeah, if you even if you're not in, super into comic book shit, I don't know why you would be listening to this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, if you know someone who's not into comic book stuff and. You know, they, they want to maybe read something and yeah. they don't know where to start. Like, this to and this, it's not like this is like the beginning of a, another series or something, no. but it's a good place to start just because you don't have to worry about background stuff or yeah. the history of anything. You just jump in, read it, you know, like it or not. And then I still feel like you would get like a good, a good time out of mm-hmm. it. Do you, when, have, has anyone ever asked you like, Oh, I want to start reading some comics too. Like, do you have any recommendations? Um, it's kind of hard because, like you said earlier, you're you're not an encyclopedia. Yeah, I am not an encyclopedia either. But yeah. like, I have like my my mains that I you know always recommend. Mm. Um, occasionally, I've had like one or two people, but it's like it's always on the spot, so I I don't think to think of like yeah the vision. I go. All right, who's something they would know? Spider Man or yeah. Captain America or something? 
I think if for people out there, I'm recommending you read this myself. Mm-hmm. And this is a great story. I would say, fuck it, recommend it to people. Like if somebody says they want to read some comics or they want to pick something up, give them this one. Yeah. There, I I will say that it's not. There's not tons of other stories that are gonna like keep you going on that yeah. that way up after this. Um, but there's other stories out there after this or before this that will at least keep you on that plateau of stuff. But this, I think, this is a good place to start. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um. And and really, this is the first episode that we've ever done in, was it, 78 episodes or something? This is the first episode that we've ever done that I didn't have to take any notes on. (laughs) I didn't, I, everything that I did, yeah, I forgot a few things, but everything that I remembered, I just remembered off the dome. First one. Applause. That's how much I love this story. Yeah. Yeah. First one. (sighs) <sighs> all right, guys. That's all I got. I got nothing else for you on this one. All right, folks. Peace out. Thank, Thank you guys you. for listening. You know where to find us. You know where to find us. I, I'm not going to go through that part again. <laughs> um, but we're there. Instagram. Uh, Instagram. Uh, TikTok. TikTok. Uh, we do have a, a Twitter page, but I got to be honest, I'm not super active on there. So that might disappear at one point. <laughs> it's it's hard running like three pages. <laughs> Uh, we got the website, webheadspod.com. Uh, recommendations are on there for other stories that I've read that I thought were really good. Um, I think there's like seven or eight recommendations on there, story-wise. So those are all really good. We got uh, every episode on there as well. Go check it out. Other than that, we will see you guys in a few weeks. Yep. Peace. Bye.